right, and we are live. Hope everybody is doing good. Be blessed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Just real quick before we get to the Trump tonight, I read to read you the new COVID-19 guidance from the CDC, Rochelle Walensky's Communist Centers for Disease Control. This was sent to me by Pastor Rodney Howard Brown right before the podcast tonight. I had seen it earlier today, but I didn't get a copy of it, but he sent me a copy of it. Here's the new COVID-19 guidance from the CDC focuses on individual decisions. Isn't that strange? And let me just say this. Let me predicate all this by saying that the only reason why they're doing any of this is because they can't get away with doing what they've been doing over the last 29 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. Here's the, here's the new uh, CDC guidance. Remember, this is, that's the words they use, recommendations and guidance, which quickly turn into mandates and dictates. As we learned, Joe Biden said that he would never mandate masks, that he would never mandate vaccines. He mandated both. Those exposed to the virus, here's number one, are no longer required to quarantine. Okay, great. Required. That doesn't sound like guidance to me, once again. Unvac- number two, unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Isn't that strange? After 29 months, all of 2021, and eight months through 2022, here we are, and now, uh, that remember now that right there, that's 20 months now of, of vaccinations. Really, it's 21 months, and we on this podcast and numerous other podcasts, the very few of us, the wonderful angels that are watching this right now, We've all been saying this from day one. Of course, what's the point of a vaccine mandate when it doesn't stop transmission, when the mandate is to stop transmission? So they're now being treated exactly the same. You know why? Because of people like you and me. That's why we stood. All you COVID-caving Christians, COVID-caving conservatives, COVID-caving independents, COVID-caving liberals, and COVID-caving leftists, you get no credit whatsoever unless you've come out and said you were wrong. But here we are, unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Number three, I did a number two. Number three, students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. Oh, isn't that interesting? So exactly what we've been saying, uh, what I was saying um, over two years ago, this is, and, and what everybody, Robert Malone's been saying, Peter McAuliffe's been saying, Ryan Cole's been saying, Charles Hoff has been saying, Simone Gold has been saying, people that were top in their fields, some of the most distinguished names in medicine prior to speaking the truth about COVID because it didn't go along with the 2030 agenda. And the only reason why they're doing this is because there's absolutely no way to get away with it in red states. Blue states will still defy this, by the way, and are defying this. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Oh, wait a minute. Just so you know, everything that they've done, every bit of mitigation, every bit of tyranny has been based on asymptomatic spread, which by the way, the World Health Organization came out right away, right at the onset and said, basically there is zero asymptomatic spread. And that woman disappeared from this, never saw her do another press conference for the WHO. And then it came out that basically both symptomatic and asymptomatic people spread the virus. And all the experts, the real experts, the Ryan Coles of the world, the Robert Malone's of the world, the Simone Golds of the world, the Charles Offs of the world, people like that, Peter McCullough's of the world have said from day one that there basically is no asymptomatic spread, none. But it's all everything, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, quarantines, lockdowns, quarantining the healthy. As all, think of, we'll just use that as an example, quarantining the healthy. So what sense does it make now that, now that 
basically you're only going to be focused on symptomatic people and is now acknowledged by the Centers for Disease Control that only that only symptomatic people, let me read it again just so I get my facts straight, because I just literally read this two seconds before the show started. So it says it no long, it is it is no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. So there'll be no more PCR testing and no more testing of those without symptoms. Well, every single one of their every single piece of their COVID tyranny, their mitigations, their dictates, their tyr- their tyrannical mandates that they put in place was based on asymptomatic spread, which never has existed. It's never existed. And now the CDC is having to say this. Do you know why? I'm going to tell you right now, very simple reason why that the CDC is coming out and saying these things, because I'm telling you folks this, this may be dark and ominous to some of you. If you have tender ears, do this right now, because they can't hide the bodies much longer. That's why they're having to cover now because they'll be able to say, they'll be able to say, that you know what, look, we, we changed course here in August of, 2000, of 2022, maybe six, eight months before all the bodies are discovered. And I mean literal bodies. The mainstream media will not be able to hide it much longer. Democratic Party will not be able to hide it much longer. The globalist left of which the Democratic Party is the hand puppet for, the finger puppet for, will not be able to hide it much longer that all their dictates actually led to way more deaths. All their lockdowns caused way more people to die. Their mask wearing caused way more people to die. And namely, of course, you know what's next. All of their vaccines caused people to die. All right, let's shift to the FBI real quick. I want to read this to you. This is from, I got this right before the podcast too. This is a, um, you don't have this, Will. This is uh, from uh, Chuck Colesto. FBI threatened John Paul Mack. John Paul Mack is the owner of the computer repair store that Hunter Biden turned his laptop in. It's now come out that the FBI repeatedly threatened him to keep his mouth shut. Why would the FBI do that? Now, again, let me just throw this out there to you. I've investigated a lot of crimes, just street level, little stuff, really, in compare. I mean, it wasn't always little stuff, but mainly, you know, nothing, nothing like espionage or anything like that. And, 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 you know, no, I didn't even, I never investigated a murder in my life. Nothing because I was always turned over to, to other people. I mean, I never even responded to a murder scene. I just, I know it's very transparent. I did, did other heinous crimes and things, the sex crimes and stuff like that, but never, I, Sarasota County, Florida, we have like 12 murders a year. If that five to 12 a year is the stat. So I never, I'm not trying to act like I know more than I did do, but I investigated a lot of crimes and I never, ever went up to a witness and threatened them to keep their mouth shut. Why, why would the FBI, what would be the motivation behind, behind telling him to keep his mouth shut, solving the crime, getting to the bottom of things? How would that help them to get to the bottom of things? It wouldn't do anything at all. So that has now come out. Now, here's the thing. Here's, here's how to attack this situation. And I've done this. I like to play around on Twitter because I don't get into a whole lot of Twitter wars back and forth with with words because it's absolutely pointless to talk to the galactically stupid and willfully ignorant. There's no point when they're when they know that they already know they're factually incorrect. But because it threatens their agenda, it threatens what the 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 political agenda that they want imposed on everybody really inflicted on everybody. They won't acknowledge the truth even as it, as it faces them, you know, as, as it looks at them right in the face. They will never accept it. We, we have, and we have to accept that, that they will never accept what's true. 
one of the greatest arguments right now, what all you need to do with anybody who claims that Trump is a racist, I'll use racism as an example first. So when they say Trump is a racist, ask them, say, you know what? Send me all of his racist statements. Of course, there's none. When they say Trump needs to be arrested for all of his crimes, whether it's Swalwell, whether it's Pelosi, whether it's Bill Crystal, whether it's anybody on the left or the pretend right, like George Conway, the Lincoln Project, people like that, like the, that are pretending they're Republicans when they're simply Democratic Party shills. We all know that. All you need to do is ask them, list the crimes by statute, please. I just you list the crimes. I want to know the crimes by statute that Trump committed. Here is a video that epitomizes that. Play it for me. Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not well, turning in documents? I former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts. But what are the provable criminal acts, I guess? <sighs> provable criminal acts. Well, I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. There are no criminal acts. There are no racist statements. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's pulled out of thin air, just like climate change just like systemic racism, just like COVID, just like COVID mandates, it's all pulled out of thin air. Did COVID exist? COVID existed, but the response to COVID was pulled out of thin air. Everybody pretend like a 99.9% survival virus is 99.9% non-survival. Let's all pretend and get on board with that. Here's Green Jean-Pierre now. She's asked, is the White House weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ? Listen to this coherent response. Play it for me. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Well, you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... Eh, I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. Mm. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days ago. So can you say, based on all that... I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president I'm, to be I'm here. saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. Does, does he still All I can that? tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, we're just not going to comment. We're just, we're just not going to comment are, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against, against political opponents? The president has been very clear. Uh, is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the D- Department yes, of Justice. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question and I'm, no, no, I'm answering the question and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment and I'm just going to leave it there. We are not going to comment from here, from this White House. Why would you not simply answer the question? Yes or no. I mean, it's, it's quite simple. Is it not? Here's the question. Is the White House weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ? You would think Corrine Jean-Pierre would simply say, absolutely not. And then when you had the woman who's representing the FBI being questioned by Ted Cruz asked, who's Ray Epps? She won't answer. Did, did, the, did any FBI agent or informant commit crimes or instigate crimes on 1-6? Yes or no? Doesn't have anything to do with the investigation. The, answer, the obvious answer 
should be no, because no law enforcement officer should be committing crimes on 1-6 or instigating crimes on 1-6. The answer should be no. Why are they not answering yes or no? Because justice is coming their way. If, they, if she answers no right there, she knows she's a bold-faced liar. They know it. Listen, it's coming. All of this is coming their way. There are a lot, and you're like, you might be thinking, Tom, you're being overly optimistic. I don't care. I'm going to go ahead and be overly optimistic. There are a lot of people being that will be elected in November of this year. Don't believe all these, these uh, biased polls that are coming out that are saying the Democrats are gaining here and gaining that because of Biden's awesome performance. If you believe those, if you believe those polls, it's just because you're not on Twitter to watch the propaganda. I'm not advising you to go on Twitter. Make sure you have a Gab account. Make sure you have a Getter account. Make sure you have a Rumble account. Make sure you have those and you can play with Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube because they're all run by Stalinists. But if you're on Twitter, that's where all the Stalinists are. And they think that they have a mass audience. Like Don Lamont thinks he has a mass audience. Morning Joe think they have a mass audience. They don't. They're strictly, almost, almost exclusively talking to leftists. But that's where you can get the leftist vibe. You can see the tripe, the propaganda, the gaslit propaganda that they put out every day. And what they're putting out right now is Joe Biden's the greatest president in history. That's what really, that, I'm not kidding you. Every, any person you could possibly name, and they're, and they're mainstream media people too, who, 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 of course, always put on the veil that they're unbiased, but they put out pro-Biden stuff all the time. And, you know, and I know I'm preaching to the choir on that. But just so you know, that's the vibe right now, is just to put out, you know, Joe Biden's the greatest president in the world. He just built, he just passed the Inflation Production Act. I know it's reduction, but the Inflation, the inflation Production Act and all the other stupid things that he's passing. And ever, all the rest of us are living in a, in a stagflation hell, but yet you have all of these leftists that are saying it's the greatest presidency ever. Well, right now, Hispanic voters are breaking 60% Republican. Record black turnout for Republicans right now. Nobody believes the garbage. But the reason why she won't answer these questions, why would you not answer a question like that if you're the FBI? Did the FBI instigate crimes on 1-6? Yes or no? There's nothing that she said she couldn't answer because it's an ongoing investigation. What's that have to do with an ongoing investigation? There, there should never be a law enforcement entity that ever answers that question yes. And just like there should never be a White House press secretary that would answer that question yes, is the White House weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ? Why won't she simply answer the question? Because the truth is coming and she doesn't want to be caught in bullface lies. Because there's, going, there's a lot of MAGA, populist, nationalist Republicans that are being elected who don't care coming November. November 8th, I believe it is. They don't care. They're not career politicians. They're going in there to change things, not to get rich like Nancy and Paul Pelosi. All right, Will, Paul, Paul Sperry tweet, developing investigators reportedly met, met back in June with Trump. FBI DOJ meets with Trump and his lawyers in Mar-a-Lago a storage room to survey documents and things seemed copacetic, but the FBI w- raids weeks later. So they meet with Trump and by the way, tell Trump, we have no problem with what you're doing, but could you put... Some of these boxes behind lock and key. So he does actually puts them behind lock and key, puts padlocks on The FBI comes to bolt cutters and cuts off the very padlocks that they asked him to put in, put in place a couple weeks later. That's who these people are. But just so you know, I put this out on Twitter. If you live in a blue state, I'm sorry. Radical times call for radical measures. If Florida becomes a blue state, I'll weigh it out too. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make bold proclamations. I'm telling you that you cannot get a fair trial in a blue state. You cannot get a fair judge 
in a blue state. The FBI in the blue state is nothing more than the Gestapo for the Democratic Party. They're the Gestapo for the Democratic Party in red states too. However, of course, you look at Florida, this raid actually, leave this up while I'm getting back to it. You know what happened in Florida? They went to a magistrate instead of a federal judge. Why did they go to this magistrate? Because he goes way back with Democrats. He got, Ep- he got Epstein off and then represented Epstein cohorts. He donated to Barack Hussein Obama. He's, per- he's, he's personal friends with Eric Holder. That's why they went to a magistrate instead of a federal judge to actually get this warrant, this search warrant, to get into Trump's house. But a couple weeks ago, everything's fine between the FBI and Trump. Everything's good. But the FBI raids weeks later. Speculation on the Hill, FBI had personnel, it's supposed to say speculation on the Hill, is that the FBI had personal stake and is searching for classified documents related to Spygate. That's what this is all about. What's the backstory with this? Spygate, of course, is the false assertion sworn to four times under the penalty of felony perjury by, by James Comey by Andrew McKay, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, all of these people. Spygate, of course, was the false assertion of which they destroyed General Flynn over that Trump colluded with the Russians to win the 2016 election, which is all bold-faced lies. The only person who colluded with Russia was the actual DNC, was the DNC in the Hillary Clinton campaign because they hired they hired Perkins Coie, which hired Fusion GPS, which hired Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele talked to the Russians and got what's called open source data that they pulled off the internet and just put together the steel dossier, which is the predicate behind the, the Russian collusion, collusion hoax. Well, what happened was right before, I don't know why, and this is a, again, I love Trump. I'll vote for Trump again. If it's between Trump and DeSantis, I'm torn, but I don't think it's going to be. I'm voting for Trump again. I'm not even hesitating to vote for Trump. I love Trump. Blew it on COVID, blew it on the debt. However, I love Trump. I don't say that to good viewers. I say that because I'm transparent. You know, I, he blew it on COVID, cost himself the election, be president right now if he actually did not institute 60 days to flatten the curve and allow Anthony Fauci and Deborah Burks to run wild. He'd be president right now. But back to Spygate, what happened with this? And see, the FBI is searching Mar-a-Lago to cover for themselves. That's what this is all about. Because what happened was on, basically, Trump left office on January uh, 20th, I believe it is, right, guys? Is that right? January 20th, I believe it is. So on the night, yeah, it's the 19th. So on 119 of 2021, Mark Meadows was ordered, and Trump had already previously ordered that all of the Russia Gate spy gate material be dis- de- declassified, which, by the way, is supposed to happen automatically. But because we have a deep state in place right now, really the people that are running the country are unelected fi- officials that are in their, in their offices or their cubicles every day denying to do what it is that they're ordered to do by the executive branch. Under Trump, they automatically do it when Biden tells them to do it. So what was supposed to happen on 1-19-2021 uh, was that all the Spygate materials were supposed to be de- declassified. They were slow walked and not declassified, but because Trump, in his mind, had declassified them because when a president says... It's declassified. It isn't waiting for the approval of the establishment of the swamp of the deep state to declassify them. The moment Trump says they're declassified, they are declassified. So what the FBI was doing, because the FBI not only, not only is guilty of misfeasance, but is guilty of felonious malfeasance 
in the Spygate, i.e. Russia collusion hoax. They're guilty of multiple, multiple felonies. They know that. Now, who's Christopher Ray? Christopher Ray is butt buddies with who? James Comey. He's, he's James Comey's. He's, he's James Comey's do boy. He was James Comey's flack for years. These are the mistakes that Trump made. Trump was actually pressured into uh, installing Christopher Ray, nominating and putting it Christopher Ray into place as the director of the FBI. He was pressured into doing it, and he probably got pressured into doing it because everybody put the heat on him over James Comey, over firing James Comey, which James Comey committed multiple felonies, including perjury. So James Comey should have been fired. Andrew McCabe was fired for lying afterwards to an, uh, to an internal investigator. And James Comey swore to the FISA warrants, and so did Andrew McCabe. Different ones at different times, which are all felonious lies because it's a felony to perjure yourself to the FISA court. But Christopher Ray is nothing more than the coffee boy. For Christ, Christopher Ray is no more than the coffee boy to Andrew McCabe. I mean, to uh, James Comey. And probably Andrew McCabe also because James Comey and Andrew McCabe were close buddies. And all leftist Democrats, even though they call themselves Republicans. You know, everybody needs to drop with the acronyms. Everybody needs to drop with the titles. Because these people are not Republicans that simply say they're Republicans. There are Republican, they're Democratic operatives calling themselves Republicans. Just caught, got caught recently. We had a Democrat running as a Republican who was caught donating to Planned Parenthood and endorsing Democrats. That's who these people are. That, that's who Ben Sass is. That's who Lisa Murkowski is. That's who Susan Collins is. They are Democrats. It's on purpose. They're, they've used the name Republicans so they can push forward the Democratic agenda. That's really all that it is. All right, shifting back now. Paul, uh, where am I at, Will? Uh, the Warrior video. This is great. This, is, this outlines the judge involvement in the Trump raid. Play it for me. <laughs> this just gets better and better. Do you guys remember this? Back on March 24th of this year? Here's the court docket. You can access it in my uh, link tree. And here's the first page of that case and who he was suing. So on April 6th, the original judge recused himself and was replaced by none other than Are you reading that? So Judge Reinhardt was on this case all the way from April 6th till June 22nd, making decisions on motions and everything else on this case until he recused himself. And here's the document from the court docket proving that he recused himself on June 22nd. And here's why a judge would be disqualified or recuse themselves. And just so you know, this case is still ongoing. The latest entry in it was actually yesterday, August 8th. But what's funny is, on August 4th, Trump submitted a motion to deny the request for the dismissal of this case and lo and behold the very next day the ex-judge on this case judge reinhardt 
issues a search warrant for a raid at his home. Nothing to see here, right? So there we go. Now here's the, it's a very simple outline here. So Trump files a lawsuit against Hillary Clinton. What's that reference? It's reference all of her lies about collusion. Remember how it worked. Hillary Clinton's campaign hired Mark Elias, Democratic Party attorney hack, who's with Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie. Now, who has an office in the Perkins Coie building? This was asked on Capitol Hill by Matt Gates. Who has an office inside of the Perkins Coie building? The FBI. Not, not, not sharing a building. They have an office inside of Perkins Coie Law Firm. Let me repeat that. The FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, who is funded by your tax dollars, has an office that is run by Michael Sussman, who just got cleared in a DC trial for lying to the FBI. I mean, everybody get the Mark, Michael Sussman, who works for Perkins Coie was, was federally indicted for lying to the FBI. And then was cleared in that was found innocent by a DC jury with all Hillary, Hillary Clinton supporters. But Mark Sussman runs the office that the FBI has an office in. He runs the Perkins Coie branch that has the FBI's office in it. So Trump Trump files a lawsuit against Hillary Clinton, the DNC, Mark Elias and Perkins Coie, numerous others, Bruce and Nellie Orr, all of them, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, are all being sued in this, right? They're all being sued. And it's all about the Russian collusion hoax because that's all that it was. It was open source materials off the internet glued together by the Russian who's now going to, is, is also being tried by John Durham. And the Russians, the Russian collusion was Hillary Clinton and the DNC and Mark Elias and Perkins Coie. That's where, that's where the steel dossier comes from. So you have Trump suing the DNC, suing namely, it's first suing Hillary Clinton and the DNC and all these other Democratic Party operatives. So this lawsuit ends up in front of Reinhardt and, and several other judges, by the way. So Reinhardt at that time, because he knows that he's a Jeffrey Epstein prosecutor, i.e. he got Jeffrey Epstein off as a prosecutor, just like a Republican who's really a Democrat pushes forward Democratic Party policies. Reinhardt acting as a prosecutor strangely gets Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein, who had multiple sex crimes with underage girls which would sentence you and I to decades in prison. Jeffrey Epstein gets a few months or maybe a year or so in, in, a, in a basically a country club jail where he left and went to work every day. So he spent basically uh, 16 hours at work and eight hours in jail every day given to him by Reinhardt in his agreement with with Jeffrey Epstein's attorneys as a prosecutor. So Reinhardt, knowing that he's an Obama donor, a Jeffrey Epstein sycophant, and then afterwards gets many of Jeffrey Epstein's cohorts off also, then he recuses himself off of the Trump v. Hillary lawsuit. But then lo and behold, remember what the, what that lawsuit about, what that lawsuit is about is collusion. But you know what? 
Christopher Ray, knowing that he will be implicated and all of his buddies will be implicated. I'm talking about McCabe. I'm talking about Comey. All of them, Strzok, Page. They will all be implicated in this lawsuit because the great thing about civil lawsuits is everything comes out. There's, there's nothing that you can hide and you're basically compelled to testify. You can plead the fifth. So now they need their boy. He recused himself off of the collusion lawsuit, but yet to get the collusion materials out of Mar-a-Lago, they went and found their boy, Reinhardt, a magistrate who really doesn't apply to this situation, but can issue the search warrant lawfully. And that's exactly what they did. We have no criminal justice system. It's just a matter of picking where you're getting sued or where you're going to file a lawsuit. That's why I tell you, pull out of all blue states. They will accuse you of a crime, sit you in front of an Obama judge. And even if you are stone cold, innocent on videotape, you'll be found guilty. And that's what they did here. They found a lawyer, a magistrate who is very preferential to them, an Obama donor, an an Epstein sympathizer. They find him and say, you know what? Here's the search warrant. It wouldn't matter what was on that affidavit. It wouldn't matter if it had monkeys on it. It wouldn't matter if it was just all bold-faced lies. Reinhardt's signing it. They always have some sort of plausible deniability, but he's signing it. They found their boy in West Palm Beach, Florida. They found their boy because in West Palm, there's lots of Dems. Notice that this wasn't filed in Sarasota County where I live or Charlotte County or even, you know, go down to Broward County, go down to West Palm, go down to Dade County. It wasn't filed in Collier County. It wasn't filed in any of the counties around here. It wasn't filed in Fort Myers, Lee County. It wasn't filed. No, plenty of other urban centers. But they went and made sure they found the right magistrate. Let's go to this one. Chuck Cholesterol tweet. Oh, wait, video. Yeah, let me establish this first. Jesse Waters primetime video. You'll hear the Democrats say, you know what? If Trump's so innocent, why doesn't he produce the warrant? And read it to everybody. Here's the reason why. Play it for me, Will. People are saying, oh, well, why doesn't the president's attorney just release the warrant? They were probably handed a warrant before the feds showed up to kick the door down. Why wouldn't you do that? Actually, um, my understanding from the attorneys on the ground was that they weren't given the warrant. They were allowed to see it and then taken back. Oh, so they don't have a copy of it. That's my understanding. So all the left, every single thing they say is wrong. They can't name the crimes because there aren't any. What, right now, if you're a leftist watching this, name the crime that Trump has ever committed and name one racial statement he's ever made since you call him a racist criminal. Can't. So there you have one of Trump's attorneys who wasn't on the ground. All of the attorneys for Trump that were on the ground were all kicked out of there and they commanded that they turn off the surveillance system at Mar-a-Lago, which by the way, they didn't and it's on. So now we have all the evidence of them rooting through Melania's underwear. That's who these people are. I'm telling you power perverts. Why in the world are you searching through the first lady's clothes? They were, but just so you know, they never had the warrant. Trump couldn't produce the warrant if he wanted to judicial watch. Tom Fitton right now is suing for the release of the warrant. You don't think that Trump would just hand him the warrant. 
They don't have it. They were shown a copy of it, and it was immediately pulled away, which, by the way, is not legal. So Trump's attorneys were removed from the property at the insistence of the FBI. No choice, removed from the property. They commanded that the surveillance system be turned off. It wasn't, but they commanded that it was. I wonder why they'd want that. You figured they'd want, you know, for full transparency, couldn't be accused of anything, couldn't be accused of planting evidence. They'd want the video surveillance system on, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they want it on? Couldn't be falsely accused of anything, but no. So all these leftists, I've seen it put out now by George Conway, Eric Swalwell, George Takai, all these leftists on Twitter. Well, if you're innocent, just produce the warrant. As usually, as usual, they're galactically ignorant, willfully stupid, and uninformed. Because he doesn't have a copy of the warrant to produce. Go to the next one for me, Will. Chuck Cholesterol tweet. Breaking report. At least three DOJ attorneys from Merrick Garland joined FBI during. So Merrick Garland, not only was it the FBI, Merrick Garland, who said he personally gave the thumbs up on this search warrant, on this raid. And let me cover that. Leave this up, Will. Let me cover that for you. Anybody who says that this is not a raid, just like this isn't a recession. After we've had two negative GDP quarters, it's not a recession, though. The, The people who can't define what a woman is. Can't define what an assault weapon is. So now they're saying that this isn't a raid. Well, what is it then? It's anything with a warrant where you do not have the ability to say to the police force, whether it's FBI or local, that you are not allowed in is a raid. A search warrant is a raid. They did not have the ability to tell the FBI that they were not allowed to enter. Hence, it is a raid. Simple as that. So I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that. That's, that's the way that it is. I heard a, a good montage on this switch over to Dan Bongino. He did it as somebody who has actually conducted raids as a federal officer. It's, they all call it a raid, and now suddenly it's no longer a raid. Just like it's no longer a recession. Just like it's not inflation. Just like, oh yeah, Biden puts out that there's zero inflation. There's 8.5% inflation. When Trump left office, it's 1.9%. It's 8.5%. Joe Biden comes out and says, for the entire month of July, we were at zero inflation. So that means that it stayed, the horrible inflation that's gone up basically eight times. It's eight times the inflation of, uh, the, oh, seven times the inflation of Donald Trump when he left office. He, he, he comes out and says, you know what, it's zero inflation. Yeah, for one month, it didn't go up. So it didn't go up from 8.5 to 8.6. So he calls it zero inflation. That's just like when they say to you, that they're cutting spending. They're never cutting spending. They're cutting the increase of spending. They're all lying lizards. They're just little serpent liars. That's who they are, including Republicans too. Not all Republicans. There are some good Republicans. There are no good Democrats. Most Republicans are Democrats, but no Democrats are Republicans. Republicans hold the line and Democrats move the line. Here we go. At least three DOJ attorneys from Merrick Garland who decided he himself gave the thumbs up on this raid. He actually sends down three of his own attorneys. That's un- that's un- that's unheard of. It's usually just an FBI operation. Usually don't don't have the attorney general's personal attorneys there, not for his own personal use, but attorneys that are in his office at a raid. Why would that be? I wonder. Joined FBI during nine-hour raid of Trump Mar-a-Lago compound while blocking Trump attorneys from the building. Go to the next one for me, Will. Disclose TV tweet. 
Just then, FBI refused to hand over the search warrant, like I said earlier, refused to, for the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago uh, compound and kicked attorneys off the property. Just making sure you're getting all the facts. Go to the next one for me. Reinhardt, now this is, this is, Bruce, this is Bruce Reinhardt. Of course, his name is Bruce. This is what he actually said. This was a tweet that he actually put out or a statement that he actually put out. And this is the man who signed the, the warrant that led to the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Thank you, Robert Reich former economic advisor for Bill and Hillary Clinton, for saying what many of us feel. John Lewis is the conscience of America. Donald Trump doesn't have the moral statute stature to kiss John Lewis's feet. That's who issued the search warrant for Mar-a-Lago. That should never happen. But again, our criminal justice system is dead. Switching topics now. Here's the thing. I want to make sure that you're seeing all the threats. We, of course, have the threat to the ju- in our justice system. We have always, you know, 29 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, vaccine mandates, the World Economic Forum, all for the one reason that I tell you all the time, to leverage you into a one world commerce system using a singular access point. You see, that I want you to know this too. And for those of you that attend Foundation Church, you'll actually hear this on Sunday morning. The devil is always a counterfeiter, an imitator of God. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which they must be saved. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. John 14, 6, Acts 4, 12, right? So there's a singular access point to salvation. The devil counterfeits God. The devil imitates God. He wants to get the world to a place of a single access point himself. What I'm about to show you is all the same. It's all the same spirit. Gun grabbers. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, gay activists, transgender activists, World Economic Forum, vaccine mandators, vaccine passports, COVID tyrannists are all to leverage you into that one world commerce system. The reason why you're seeing food shortages, it's on purpose. The reason why you're seeing fuel shortages, it's on purpose. It's all so that one person can actually control all of the things that you need. Reason why people can't get a transplant right now without a vaccine. Why would, why would you not be able to get a transplant for, because you're not vaccinated? Why would that be? See, they're leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, i.e. vaccine passport, common pass, green pass. It's already fully in place in New York City, Israel, Austria, I mean Australia, and the European Union and Canada. Arrive can in Canada. Or even, even, if you're, even if you're quadruple vaxxed, you still can't buy, sell, trade, or travel in Canada freely without your Arrive Can app on your phone where you can be tracked. That's what this is all about. And even when it comes to the next part that I'm going to show you, what I call the pervert section of the show, where we talk about the transgender or homosexual agenda, this is a libs of TikTok video. It's still all about leveraging you. It's making you accept things that you know are not right. Wear a mask for a, for a 99.9% survival virus. Most people knew it wasn't right, but they did it because they didn't want the abuse of not doing it. They didn't want the social consequences of not doing it. Same thing here, but there's another element to this, as there was with masking. They put people in jail and said, you know what? You can get out of jail if you wear a mask. You can get out of jail if you're vaccinated. Well, what they're doing now, and this is already fully in place in Canada and in the UK, where you can go to jail for hate speech. Well, there's no problem whatsoever. 
We'll let you out of jail, but just make sure that you have your green card or your your common pass. And the way to get that green card or common pass is for you to go ahead and say that you're going to call men women and women men. That's what this is all about. I hope that I'm making this clear to you. Is this clear to you guys? All right, so this is the Libs of TikTok video. Boston uh, Children's Hospital is now offering gender-affirming hysterectomies for young girls. Play it for me. Gender-affirming hysterectomy is very similar to most hysterectomies that occur. A hysterectomy itself is the removal of the uterus, the cervix, which is the opening of the uterus, and the fallopian tubes, which are attached to the sides of the uterus. Some gender-affirming hysterectomies will also include the removal of the ovaries, but that's technically a separate procedure called a bilateral oophorectomy. And not every gender-affirming hysterectomy includes that, and people who are getting gender-affirming hysterectomies do not have to have their ovaries removed. So there you go. Actually, I should have left that up for you. Throw that back on there, Will, can you? Gender-affirming hysterectomy. No, bring it all the way to the back. All the way to the, there you go, right there. I just wanted to see, everybody see the source of that. Boston Children's Hospital, obviously a liberal hub. Not a liberal, liberal's not the right term. Leftist, progressive, leftist, communist, globalist hub. Boston Children's Hospital. That girl sounds like she's selling vitamins. She sounds like somebody who's come from Amway who's trying to sell you vitamins. But what, what let, me, let, me, let me translate what she's saying. When we tear out your daughter's ovaries and uterus, permanently and she's talking about well you know what some people they leave their they you know what they choose to keep their ovaries in a lot of good your ovaries will do without a uterus and they lop off your boobs that's you she talks like that she looks so she looks so unassuming and unthreatening they're lopping off children's body parts and people are starting to accept this as normal you can listen you can never be assimilated ever don't ever be like, you know what, we used to have full you know, store shelves of beef all the time, and now we can get beef Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's step one. And because nobody, especially in the church, outside of people like me, Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Arthur Pulaski, and several others, they're afraid to say anything in church about what is sin and what is not. Now we have these monsters unleashed upon our society. Because nobody will actually say, you know what? I have no beef. If a girl wants to wear guys' clothes, I don't really care. Now, guys wearing girls' clothes, I care. Because you, you can really get away with that as a girl, but not as a guy. But even if a guy wants to do it, go ahead. I just You'll never hear me call you by your girl name, ever. I will never call you she. I will never call you him, her. I will never call you they. First of all, it's not grammatically correct. Second of all, it's not morally correct, so it'd be a bold-faced lie. I'm not going to be a liar. I'm not going to go to hell so somebody feels better about themselves. So that's, this, this is where we are at right now, where you have commercials that just sound like they're selling insurance, where they're actually selling to parents that, you know what, if your seven or eight-year-old girl comes up to you and says, you know what, I feel like a boy today, you hump onto the Perversion Express and go have her boobs lopped off or have his penis lopped off, have his testicles lopped off. Don't be assimilated. This is part of the agenda right here, too. This is another Libs of TikTok video. God bless Libs of TikTok. Licensed counselor, I repeat, licensed counselor and sex therapist advocates for MAPS. What's MAPS? Your assimilation acronym. That's what MAPS is. It's your assimilation acronym. So what it is, is MAPS is minor attracted persons. Now, this is a licensed therapist 
who is unabashed. Now, I've, I've put a few of these things out before because this is starting to leak into our university system. When they get caught, they, let the, they fire the person. When they get caught. Just remember, Jeffrey Epstein had an office at Harvard until 2018. Fact check it. It's absolutely true. Led off by the Trump judge. By the, not by Trump's appointed judge, but by the, by the judge that just okayed the search warrant at Mar-a-Lago. That Jeffrey Epstein and that judge. So here's this, here's this licensed counselor and sex therapist advocates for minor attracted persons. She says they are vilified and marginalized and shouldn't be referred to as pedophiles. Play it for me. Folks, my name is Miranda. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and sex therapist in Erie, Pennsylvania. And today I want to talk about minor attracted persons. And I want to talk about minor attracted persons because they are probably the most vilified population of folks in our culture. And most folks are making incorrect assumptions about them without actually knowing much about them. And those assumptions create harm for an already marginalized population. You may have noticed that I'm using the term minor attracted persons, sometimes abbreviated to MAPS, instead of the more commonly used term pedophile. And I'm doing this because the term pedophile has moved from being a diagnostic label to being a judgmental, hurtful insult that we hurl at people in order to harm them or slander them. I also prefer person-first language that recognizes that any label we might apply to a person is only part of who they are and doesn't represent everything that they are. We are all people first with many different facets or parts of ourselves, and this includes folks who are attracted to minors. So to start with, let's talk about what a minor attracted person is or who they are. This term simply means that the person has an enduring sexual or romantic attraction to minors. They've not chosen this attraction just as the rest of us have not chosen whatever our attraction is. You don't get to choose to be heterosexual or to be gay or, or whatever you are. And you don't get to choose to be a minor attracted person. Some minor attracted persons are attracted to a specific age range of minors while some are not. And some minor attracted persons are exclusively attracted to minors and are not attracted to adults at all. Some minor attracted persons are also attracted to adults. Understand that this is a tributary off the river. This is all about normalizing sexual activity. All the drag queen shows, the drag queen parades, where now you have, and then, you know, the drag queen shows where you got three-year-olds stuffing uh, dollar bills into transgender men's G-strings. While you have transgender men, I refuse to call them women, twerking in front of your three-year-old daughter. This is what this is all about. They Listen, they're going to claim that it's not, but that's what it's all about. It really is about both. It's indoctrination and sexualization. Indoctrination is, is the next generation saying, you know what? It's absolutely normal for a man to walk down the road in a G-string and twerk. That's what they want. And then, of course, it'll, fire, it'll, it'll force all the hirings of transgenders, just like they forced all the hirings of, of various other people and other persuasions. 
Nobody should be nobody should be forced to hire anybody because they're white, because they're black, because they're Asian, because they're male, because they're or they're female, because they're homosexual, because they're lesbian, because they're transgender. It's all a power play. And what they want is to indoctrinate your generation so that our, this next generation of children, so that this next generation of children thinks that all of this is completely normal. It's normal for a man to be called a woman and a woman to be called a man. And so that's the indoctrination portion. Then you've got the perverted criminal portion, which is the sexualization of children, which is what this licensed counselor is talking about. She's actually talking about minor attracted people as if they're the same as a gay man who's attracted to other gay men. Or a heterosexual man who's attracted to a woman or a woman attracts all the same. So that eventually they will get to the place. And of course, it won't be the Republican Party that does this. Because who's that woman voting for? The Democratic Party. They all are. If you want who's ever a pervert, they're voting for the Democrats. Who's ever, vote, who's ever for transgender, who's ever for homosexual rights, who's ever for anarchy, they're all voting for Democrats. We all know that. But that's what this is all about. Indoctrination and sexualization. Speaking of indoctrination, look at this video. Play it for me. Kieran Clausen collects crystals. She dabbles in face paint and she loves sports. What do you play? I did play volleyball, soccer, and I want to play basketball. To Kieran, who's transgender, it's not about racking up victories. I don't want to win any trophies for it, though. I feel like that's the mo most unfair way to compete because it's not about winning. What's it about? Having fun with your friends for it, though. I feel like that's the most most unfair way to compete because it's not about winning. Kieran seems undeterred with a message now about her journey. Never stop being you. That's it. Never stop being you. There's so many kids that don't even have the opportunity to express who they really are. We are acknowledging more people as who they are than taking something away from somebody. Just to make sure you didn't miss it, I had my producer Aaron go back. I want you to see this portion of the video where the mom is actually mouthing the words to her son. That's a boy, by the way. And of course, the reporter has been indoctrinated. The, the reporter has capitulated. The reporter has na is now saying things that are true that are not. The reporter is now testifying that what her eyes see is not true. But here you have the mom who's actually telling her son what to say. Play it for me again. I feel like that's the mo most unfair way to compete because it's not about winning. Kieran C there you go. That's who these people are. They're all leftists. They're all globalists. See, we are in not a physical war. Don't want anybody doing anything violent at all. I really mean that, by the way. I don't just mock Facebook when I say I don't want any violence at all because this is a spiritual warfare. This is a spiritual war. These are liars. These are perverts. These are indoctrinators and propagandists. That, oh, that mother is so pathetic. She's lopped off all of her hair. She looks like, you know what? She looks like she's now a lesbian in a lesbian relationship with her husband. She looks just like a guy. So you have all of these liars and indoctrinators. This woman has no life, so she's living through her son. 
She is now actually projected on her son all of her political proclivities so that he has to live that. Plus, the son is basking in the glow of all of the attention. Always, always make sure that you look at the weakness, the carnality of human beings. Somebody wants attention these days? You're in a leftist family or a family that's afraid of the truth like most, most Christians' families are afraid of the truth? They kowtow, they would rather live in lies than deal with the consequences of the truth. That's why all the churches closed, why all the churches put masks on, and why most Christians are vaccinated. Which, by the way, the CDC rules that just came out and validated everything that you just did. So will you say you're wrong now? So you have this woman who's living through her son. This is a spiritual war. It's not against that woman. It's against the demons that influence that woman. It's against, it's against the antichrist spirit. That's what this is about. And we have to fight for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It is our call to occupy until he comes. We are to pull down these strongholds and be the restraining. All right, Andy, no tweet. Here we go. A gay married couple in Walton County, Georgia has been arrested on suspicion of sex crimes against the two boys they adopted. Investigators say they recorded themselves sexually abusing the children. I looked into the backgrounds of William and Zachary Zulek. Of course, who are they? Democratic Party slash liberal activists. They adopted children as homosexuals to sexually abuse them. Tom, are you saying that all homosexuals are pedophiles? No, I'm not. I'm saying perversion is perversion, though. There's plenty of heterosexual men who have watched lots and lots of pornography and end up abusing little kids. They didn't even start off as pedophiles. It's all sin. It's all sexual sin. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. All right, where are we at? Wind talker tweet, changing subjects. We're going to vacillate back and forth, back to the FBI now. For all of you, no one is above the law, people. Review these words. Although there is evidence of potential violations regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no, that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. James Comey, speaking of Hillary Clinton's, by the way, this is a wind talker tweet. Make sure you follow her on Twitter. She's awesome. James Comey, speaking about Hillary Clinton's 33,000 deleted emails, subpoenaed, congressionally subpoenaed emails. Each deletion is a crime. It's called obstruction of Congress. Each deletion is a crime. She deleted them and then she bleach bitted them and smashed 14 blackberries. And yet she has never been raided. And this is James Comey, who again is best buddies with Christopher Ray. But of course, Hillary's immune because she's the right party. That's all that it takes. All right, where am I at, Will? Uh, dirty truth? Dirty truth, Harmony Dylan, is that where we're at? All right, great. Harmony Dillon, I'll let this speak for itself. It is really, real. I mean, this right, I'll, I'll read you the, the brief synopsis of it. Harmony Dillon is tired of seeing Republicans fundraise off this stunt, saying we're going to hold hearings and, and get back power. But listen to the part that she talks about when it comes to Barack Obama. Play it for me. Happened before to a former president. In living memory, Barack Obama had 30 million pages of documents trucked directly from the White House to Chicago, promising these archivists who were jumping up and down probably that he would digitize them and put them online for all to see. 
and and several years later, not a single page has been has been handled. Are there SWAT teams descending on Chicago to get those documents? No. And so the, the double standard and triple standard here is very apparent. But you know, it isn't just about President Trump. What is happening here is the American public's uh, confidence in the DOJ and the FBI is being shredded by these people, and that's not a good thing for our country. Doesn't the FBI have anything better to do? <laughs> We're in a crime wave, Harmeet. We have nothing better to do. China's breathing down our backs. The Russians are up to no good. And they, they have wired Palm Beach. That's ground zero for national security threats. Palm Beach, a storage unit in a mansion. Well, Je Jesse, I would have, I you would think they have nothing better to do. But from what I've seen over the last few years, they've sent SWAT teams of FBI agents to raid journalists' homes, Project Veritas. Uh, they have engaged in elaborate meddling in uh, multiple elections now over the last uh, couple of elections. And so I have to say the top layer, at least, of the FBI is thoroughly corrupt. It actually doesn't seem to matter which party's in power. It's the same people in charge. And so that's got to change. And I'm so sick and tired of Republicans saying fundraising, by the way, off of this terrible stunt on Monday, and then saying when we get back into power, we're going to hold hearings and change it. There better be a lot more than hearings happening out of Republicans. And I say that as a Republican. We really need some reform of the FBI. And by the way, seeing, seeing liberal politicians go out, not politicians, but journalists go out there and say, oh, you know, uh, search warrants, that's just an authorized search warrant. I feel like I'm an upside down world. It used to be the left in this country that insisted on the Fourth Amendment, that insisted in due process, that insisted that the First Amendment, and that insisted uh, that these things be respected. And now they're the ones tearing up these boundaries. And we conservatives are the ones insisting that people have privacy rights. And this cannot be the way that we handle things. Let's go over the most important part of this video. Barack Obama trucked 30 million, yes, 30 million pages of documents to his home in Chicago when he left office with the following promise. Promising the National Archives, which allegedly this is all about. It's not about that. It's actually about getting a hold of the documents that Trump has about the collusion hoax. That's what it's about, self-serving for the FBI. But allegedly this is about getting, although it's about getting uh, documents for the National Archives, which has never been done in the history of the United States. You've ever raided anybody's home, especially a former president, to get nationally archived documents. Absolutely ridiculous. It really is akin to the library hiring a SWAT team to go and get you for an un to go and get a book at your house that's overdue. That, that's archive. You're going to go and raid the former president's house for an archive document for the National Archives so that they can put it in a filing cabinet somewhere. It's not what it's about. It's about the FBI protecting itself for its own collusion hoax. But here's the thing. So Barack Obama trucks off 30 million documents, 30 million to his home in Chicago. You know, he had his home in Chicago, got his beachfront property in Martha's Vineyard, beachfront uh, property in Hawaii, all believes in climate change. Promising that Barack Obama promises the National Archives that he would digitize all the documents and make them public. So Barack Obama promises. Now, let's see now. When did Barack Obama leave office? January 20th of 2017. Okay, well, you know what? Today is what? August 11th, 2022? Yes, you know how many documents that Barack Hussein Obama has digitized to date? Zero 
Point zero. He has 30 million documents that he owes the National Archives and the FBI is not raided his home yet. Donald Trump has 10 boxes. That's what they took. Between 10 and 15 boxes, depending on which report you read. Barack Hussein Obama has 30 trillion, I mean 30 million, 30 trillion dollars in debt. 30 million documents of nationally archived uh documents. He has 30 million documents for the National Archives that belong to the National Archives. Nobody's reading his house. Nobody's reading his house. He has not digitized one. And here we are six plus years, six and a half years later. He's not digitized one. He was supposed to digitize all documents and make them public. He has not digitized one. And yet his house has not been raided. We do not have a justice system anymore. Everything that we have right now is local. If you can get a fair trial, it's local under a judge that is politically affiliated with your own party. If you are, if you are a Democrat, you can get a fair trial with a Republican judge. If you are a Republican, you cannot get a fair trial with a Trump or or with a, with an Obama or a Clinton appointee. You cannot, even some Trump appointees, because Trump was not real strong sometimes about how he was influenced by the establishment. It won't happen again in 2024. He'll have a different group of people around him. And uh, you know what? So, you know, you need to issue some grace. Because who, who, you know how many people he has to hire? I mean, it's thousands of people that have to be hired. 4,000 have to be approved by the Senate that he has to hire. It's tough. But still, he'll have a different group of people around. But there, you don't. If you're in a blue state and you're a Republican, you can't get a fair trial. You can't get a fair, fair, a fair hearing, civilly or criminally. Understand that. that, that is the, that's where we live. Anything you want to get done right now, it's a matter of what judge you pick. Because judges are all biased towards the left, the left judges. There's right-wing ones are not. Some, some might be. But it rarely ever happens that way. But if you're in Chicago, you're in Illinois, Washington State, Oregon, California, unless you are in a red area, a red federal district that has a as Trump judges that have been that that Republicans have put in place, you cannot get a fair trial anywhere. Are you telling us to get the heck out of these red these blue states? Yes. I am telling you that. If at all possible, listen, I have friends. I mean, I pastor this church right here, Foundation Church, Northport, Florida, right where I'm sitting right now. And I have great friends and, and pastors that are pastors in blue states. And they're going to hang on and God bless them. Do the work. But you better own your region because you can't get a fair trial. You won't get permits or anything else. That's the kind. Now, here's the thing. I'd also believe, listen, if, if you're somebody who believes in the power of the Holy Ghost, then you can pray past this stuff too, though. So, I mean, I'm just saying there's some things that I'm saying politically, some things that I'm saying spiritually. All right, James uh, Gagliano tweet, a former... Senior FBI lawyer, Kevin Kleinsmith, convicted of lying, convicted of perjury, who was found guilty of for, oh, forgery, not perjury, in the Trump-Russia probe, has been restored to good standing status by the District of Columbia Bar Association. See what I mean? He was convicted. You have right here an FBI lawyer. What did he forge? What, what, what was asked was, you had a communique between the FBI and the CIA about Carter Page. FBI asking the CIA, CIA or NSA, I can't remember which. We'll just say CIA if I'm wrong. Fact check me. But you had, you had the FBI talking to the CIA about Carter Page. And the FBI asked the CIA, 
is Carter Page an asset? The CIA responded, yes, he is our asset. We work with him, i.e. completely and totally exonerating all of his activities. This guy, Carter Page is who the FBI, FBI used in the collusion hoax to one, it's called the one hop rule or the one step rule, the one hop rule. You get a wiretap on one. You can listen to their incoming calls on one other person. So if Carter Page got a call from, let's say, uh, Rudy Giuliani, now you can listen to Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. You got one from Don Jr., now you can listen to Don Jr. It's called the one hop rule. The reason why the FBI was able to wiretap Donald Trump was through Carter Page. And the FBI asked explicitly to the CIA, is Carter Page your asset? They said yes. Kevin Kleinsmith changed it to no. And now he has been restored to good standing by the Bar Association in D.C. That is the justice system that we have. That is why you saw Sussman be exonerated in the trial where he I mean, I'm trying to think of the, the best word, totally and completely, just audaciously lied to the FBI and was found innocent of lying to the FBI, even though right on paper, he lied to the FBI. He went to the FBI and said, I'm not working on behalf of any political campaign while he went to the FBI on behalf of a political campaign. It's a bold-faced lie, but he got exonerated because he had a Obama judge, and even if they call him a Trump judge, they're not Trump judges. They're really all Democratic, leftist, globalist judges. And everybody in the jury were leftists. Same thing that just happened with Steve Bannon. See, that's why they're trying. They're not trying Steve Bannon in the circuit court here in Sarasota or Tampa. They're trying him in D.C. Why would they try him in D.C.? They went, Steve Bannon, again, look who's been arrested. Bannon's arrested. Navarro's arrested. Trump's home's raided. Giuliani's home's raided. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe's home is raided. Michael Flynn arrested. Roger Stone arrested. What about James Clapper who perjured himself? John Brennan perjured himself. James Comey who perjured himself. Uh, uh, Andrew McCabe who perjured himself. Peter Strzok who perjured himself. And these are different perjuries in different places too. Lisa Page who perjured herself. Hillary Clinton, who perjured herself and obstructed justice by, by deleting 33,000 subpoenaed emails. The reason why they're trying Bannon in the D.C. circuit is because they know that he has an Obama judge and an Obama jury, a leftist globalist jury. Obama's nothing more than a hand puppet for Klaus Schwab. That's why he's allowed to prance about and everybody acts like he's something because right now he's a useful idiot until they get tired of him too. And then he'll regret the tyranny he endorsed just like everybody else does eventually. But just so you know, that's where we're at. Don't think, I'm telling you right now, and, I, and I'm, tell, I'm stealing this from Dan Bongino. I Listen, you want to know who I watch? I watch Dan Bongino, listen to, and watch Dan Bongino. And I listen to Steve Bannon, and I follow numerous others. I, I, I read the Gateway Pundit. It's where a lot of my sourcing comes from. But, but Dan Bongino went through this, and he said basically the same thing. There is, there is no place to get a fair trial anymore. Understand this. This is what he specifically went over. He said, you know what? The FBI comes to my door. No problem whatsoever. You go ahead. I'm not talking to you. I will never talk. That's what got Michael Flynn arrested. Everybody thinks that they're the good guys. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir right now to the TLP audience. And I know that you all know better. But there's a couple people that are watching right now. There's six, 700 people watching live right now. According to the numbers we're allowed to see. 
But there's people who need to know the FBI comes to my door, be no violence whatsoever. I will never talk to them, ever talk to them. Oh, you know, we want to hear your side of the story. Take my side of the story along with your side of the story, spin them sideways and shove them up your own rectum. That's I will tell them that. I will tell them that. All right, where am I at, Will? Julie Kelly? All right, Julie Kelly. FBI delivers subpoenas to several. You think it's going to end? Think it ends with Trump? No, this is the day after. They take, they take Perry's phone yesterday, the head of the Freedom Caucus, take his phone yesterday, and now the FBI delivers subpoenas to several Pennsylvania Republican law, law, uh, lawmakers. Why? Because they had alternative electors in the 2020 election. That's not a crime, by the way. You have here, oh, thank you, Will. According to multiple, multiple sources, several Pennsylvania state lawmakers were issued subpoenas or paid visits by the federal investigators, by the FBI, looking for information about U.S. Rep. Scott Perry and an effort to seek alternative electors in the 2020 election, presidential election to allow former President Donald Trump to remain in office. You're allowed to do that, by the way. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to do it. See, what they do is they come up with these vast generalizations and use them to arrest people. If you say, you know, we got to take the fight to them. We got to take the fight to the Democratic Party. Oh, you're threatening violence. See, that's what they're doing right now. That's why the FBI instigated 1-6 as a predicate for them to do all of these investigations. So now they can say in the interest of national security, because we want to prevent an insurrection, we need to raid the president's home. We need to steal the phone of Scott Perry, head of the Freedom Caucus, and numerous lawmakers, and, and investigate numerous lawmakers in Pennsylvania who simply were talking about alternative electors. Where you have numerous Democrats every year. I'll show you a video. Stacey Abrams is called, and, and numerous others, the person who's actually investigating Donald Trump in New York right now, Soros bought and paid for state attorney, district attorney, Letitia James, state attorney actually, she says all the time that Donald Trump is illegitimate, fraudulent, right? Well, that's an insurrection then, according to these vast definitions that they want to use as a predicate to fill out charging at documents. That's what they're doing to all the 1-6 people. One of the 1-6 protesters just got, sent to se- just got sentenced to seven years in prison who never stepped foot in the Capitol. He didn't commit a violent act. He never touched a cop, nothing. Seven years in prison. And you think that they're sitting there? You think that the Eric Swalwells, who has propagated this 1-6 insurrection hoax, you think he lays awake at night think, feeling guilty about all of the people that he's falsely sentencing to years and years in federal prison? Not at all. See, you're putting on, you're projecting onto them that which you are, and what they're always doing is projecting onto you what they are. You think you're projecting on them a conscious that Barack, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi... Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, that they lay awake at night because they've sentenced people to prison for doing absolutely nothing, knowing that they did that? They don't care at all. This is the world that we live in. It's a spiritual war. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the we're not, we're not, we're not grabbing our ARs. We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. Well, how, do you, how do you actually engage in spiritual warfare how do you implement spiritual warfare pick out politicians and pray that god removes them from office pray that god exposes them that's what you do seriously you don't think god will do it he'll do it the the, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much james 5 16 
Now, where am I at, Tim Wise? Any MAGA who advocates violence in response to it. Now, this, of course, is a leftist. Any maggot, maggot tea, I don't know what that means. Oh, maggot. Okay, yeah, let's see it. I, I've, I actually have a pure mind, believe it or not. I had to depend, I had to depend on, on Aaron to actually get that for me. Any maggot who advocates violence in response to Trump facing justice should, should be arrested now. Free speech does not give you the right to advocate violence. Arrest them, crush them, make their children functional organ, or, organs, orphans, end them. That's who the left is. It's a spiritual war, and we will fight it. So what we need to do is you pray that Tim Wise is exposed for what he is. Now, he immediately took this down. You know, it works. It really he, Not that I prayed or anything, but immediately he took that tweet down. All right, switch. continue on with the FBI. Lenny Dykstra tweet, the great attorney general of Missouri. Do you want to know what this is all really? Again, all the same spirit. Insurrectionist, gun grabber, vaccine tyrannist, all the same spirit. Same spirit, trying to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. That's what this is all about. That's what the FBI is all about under globalists, Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray, who work for globalists, Joe Biden, whose vice president is globalist Kamala Harris, whose advisor is globalist John Kerry, climate czar John Perry, globalist, all attend the World Economic Forum. The great attorney general of Missouri, Eric Smith, Schmidt sends a very clear message to the FBI. I want to show you ulterior motives of the FBI. I don't know how many of you can read this. I'm just going to read you a piece of this. It says, Dear Christopher Ray, it has come to my attention that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has informed several Missouri County sheriffs that they will be showing up in August of this year. Strange how that works, isn't it? To audit CCW permit holder records. Why would that be? The FBI states the audit includes an on-site review of your concealed carry weapons permits. Let me be perfectly clear, says Eric Schmidt, state attorney for Missouri, allowing federal agents from the FBI to have access to records of Missourians who have a permit to carry a concealed weapons, concealed weapon violates Missouri law and infringes on our Second Amendment rights. Missouri law specifically prohibits sharing this confidential list with the federal government. Boot, leave this up. This is what I'm talking about. DeSantis will do the same thing. This is what you have. This is a federalist country. We are 50 basically separate countries that have agreed to cooperate. So you can tell the FBI to shove it sideways up their own caboose. And that's what this, this, that's what this, uh, attorney general from Missouri is doing Missouri law specifically prohibits sharing the confidential list with the federal government information retained to the concealed carry permit system under this subsection shall not be distributed to any federal state or private or any or private entities. Now they know that, but yet the FBI is coming to do what informed several Missouri that they were showing up August to audit. You can bring it back to me. So yeah, the FBI wanting to audit CCW carriers in Missouri in August of this year. You had the FBI confiscating unlawfully Scott Perry Freedom Caucus phone. You have the FBI right now in Pennsylvania talking to Pennsylvania law, interviewing, investigating, interrogating Pennsylvania lawmakers because they talked about alternative electors, which is completely and totally lawful. 
That's who, that's who the FBI is. Tom, we get it. We get it. I understand. But what are we going to do about it? We must have the mindset correctly. We must have the correct mindset. The correct mindset is not reformation of the FBI. The correct mindset is the disbanding of the FBI. No violence, just a complete and total disbanding of the FBI to non-existence. Most of our, most of the, you know, I still think we have more years without the FBI as a country because I believe the FBI came in somewhere in the 1930s. Aaron, you can fact check that for me. When was the FBI formed? So I think we've still had more years without the FBI than we've had with the FBI. And by the way, we've had more years without the CIA than we've had with the CIA. And you know, we don't need either one of them because all they do is work against United States citizens, namely and only conservative MAGA populist nationalists, United States citizens. All right, let's move on. I got to get to some vaccine stuff tonight. This video right here is startling. We'll launch with that. Play for me, Will. This is fucked. So far, 66. Oh, these are all freshly Jesus buried in our small town of Omaru. Just come to check my babies and look at all these new graves, mate. Why? Why? Why so many? We never have this many. I've come here for the last eight, nine years. Or 21s and 22s. These are all deaths in the last Indeed, year. Like fresh as, mate. These are all fresh. They haven't even got headstones yet. So we've just counted how many was that? Uh, nine, 98. Uh, 92. Oh, 92 new graves in Omaru. Wow. We can bring it back to me. Just lurching backwards just for a second because Aaron found me all this information. CIA was formed in 1947. FBI was formed in 1924. We've had more years without both agencies than we've had with. And by the way, Aaron told me this too. The Pentagon was supposed to be a temporal building for wartime, and they kept that forever too. That's deep state. And it's all about, listen, Washington, D.C., I've gone there before, seen the memorials, and I've cried, okay, because the memorials actually depict and represent real American heroism. But D.C. itself is satanic. D.C. itself is controlled by the World Economic Forum. D.C. itself is globalist who hates their own people. Understand that. Back to vaccines. Interesting video, wasn't it? Interesting video where you've had a woman in the car. If you listen to her talking there, she'd been visiting that, that cemetery for nine years and had never seen but maybe one... New, you know, new grave every couple weeks, every couple months to be a new grave. You can always tell there's a new grave because of all the dirt that's overturned. Grass isn't over it yet. See how scientific I am? It's all, it, it really doesn't take a whole lot of scientific knowledge to blow the lid off of this entire hoax. But why, why in the world is suddenly, in just a very short period of time, are there 92 graves? 
There wasn't 92 graves total in the eight or nine years she'd gone there before. And now in a very short period of time, they didn't elaborate what the time frame was. Now there's 92 graves. Why? What, 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 what wasn't there? Uh, what, what didn't exist? Let's see. Well, you know, sads didn't exist because you heard, him, you heard the man actually barking out the ages of the people on those graves. 20, 21, 22. I know you're thinking, well, he was counting. No, he went back and started barking their ages out too. Well, I wonder what didn't exist before 2021 and 2022. What didn't exist? It's coming out. They will not be able to hide the bodies. That's why Ro- Ro- uh, uh, Ro- uh, Rochelle Walensky, that's why she's putting out the CDC guidelines. It's, it's covering your butt. Here's another interesting one. Listen closely. You, it's, it's pretty well. It's, the audio is pretty good on it. But listen to the man talking on the phone in this video. It'll break your heart. Play it for me. This is a conversation of a dad. Yeah, hi. Are you a pharmacist? Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, uh, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or sorry, a few days ago for a COVID job. And he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. Why? So why wouldn't you have told her that? Okay, um, sorry, um, so it's quite a real, um, side effect as well. No, it's uh, not that, no, it's not because I've been doing research. It's common. In, in the U.S., there's tens of thousands of them reported at the CDC site. So why are you not telling parents this? Were you um, told? Um, you got the jab? Were you told? The parents and they don't want to get their child vaccinated. Yeah, so, so I don't want to scare the parents with something that is actually happening that's happened to my kid. Are you out of your mind? You don't want to Have scare you? them. You need to give them the right information so they can make a proper decision. What is wrong with you? You don't Have want you to told? scare them. I'm recording this conversation as well, and this is going to a lawyer next. Thank you for admitting that. So why don't you tell them when, when someone comes in there and says, hey, what can go wrong? What do you say, sore arm? Have you um, seen the amount of dead people? Have you seen it? Has we all have. asked before giving consent to give... She asked uh, what the side effects are. Did she ask? I'm not sure because I wasn't there. It doesn't uh, matter. You're supposed to yeah. tell people this can happen. Now my kid, so you know what the prognosis is? You know what it is? Possible death within five years. 20% of people with myocarditis die. It is a permanent damaged heart. It is not temporary. He's okay, facing a heart transplant because of you. Because you didn't want to scare her. You know no kids have died from COVID. Not a single healthy kid. And you're giving this stuff out and you're not warning people. What is wrong with you? And he's absolutely right there on the end. There is not. They have not been able to find one kid without comorbidities that has died of COVID-19. They have not found one, not one healthy child. Remember the X-Force Lionitis study that I have been talking about for the last two years. 99.997% post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 for ages zero to 19. And all of these leftist globalists, Moderna has been outlawed 
in many European countries outlawed. Nobody in Europe is actually, they're actually one European country after another is now outlawing in, in the jab for people under 18. And in the United States, we're doing the opposite. We're actually making it legal. We're not outlawing anything. We're making it legal for them to actually jab a six-month-old who has a 0% chance of dying of COVID, basically a 0% chance of ever being hospitalized, and does not even transmit the virus to anybody else. And it wouldn't even make any difference if they did transmit the virus to anybody else because the vaccine doesn't stop transmission or infection. This is all demonic. All of you Christians that are watching this right now that bought into any bit of this, any chunk of it, masking, vaxxing, quarantining, locking down your churches, you had better come to your senses and say, you know what, those three vaunted words, I was wrong. Because you're going to need to be able to recognize devil versus Holy Ghost. Devil versus Holy Ghost. You certainly didn't recognize it in March of 2020, did you? Those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Romans 8, 14. This is demonic. Why didn't they tell this father, or correction, this mother, why didn't the CVS, the Walgreens, whatever it was, the medical office, why didn't they, what's their reason for not telling the mother about the side effects of getting your child vaccinated? Why? Because they didn't want the mother to decide not to get vaccinated, not to get their child vaccinated. These are all abortionists. I still, and I know those of you that watch this podcast, you are tired of this. You never tell me you are, so maybe you're not. You might be tired of this. But here's the thing. I will never understand this. It blows my mind because I know strong conservative, maybe Christians, maybe not, but even conservative Christians that got vaccinated. How do you and, you, and you can't stand transgenderism, can't stand the homosexual agenda, can't stand Antifa, can't stand Black Lives Matter, can't stand Letitia James, can't stand George Soros, can't stand Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer, can't stand Joe, uh, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, and I can name one thing, can't stand the WEF, but then you took their vaccine. Why would you ever, because the medical establishment told you to, the medical establishment run by your ideological foes? Why would you take their vaccine? Why would you take their medical advice? Why would you take somebody who thinks that it's absolutely moral, morally viable to pull a child out of its mother's womb, piece by bloody piece? Why would you take their vaccine? I never will get that. Rochelle Walensky, Democratic Party, pro-baby butchering to the moment of birth. So is Anthony Fauci. So is Joe Biden. And, the, and, the, and churches and huge Christian names are advocating for their vaccine. You're advocating for the devil's, the abortionist vaccine. You stand against all these other ideological items and then, and then don't hold as sacred the most important thing in your life outside of Jesus and maybe your kids, your own body. You're like, I'm against this and I'm against that. But you know what? All of you that I'm ideologically against, theologically against, philosophically against, I'll allow you to invade my body. 
I will never get it. I, honestly, I will never get it. If you're somebody who said, you know what? I was wrong. I blew it. I'm with you. I love you. Put your hand on the screen right now. I'll pray for you. Seriously. If you're somebody who's vaccinated and you wish that you weren't, put your hand on the screen right now. I'm going to pray over you. Seriously. Everybody who's connected with me via screen right now. Holy Spirit, I pray over them. In Jesus' mighty name, I have now accessed the covenant in Jesus' name. And I receive out of the covenant the removal of this vaccine from their body. The removal of every S-spike protein. The removal of everything that is the entirety of this vaccine. And I receive the healing of any damage and all damage that was done. I receive all of this to occur right now in the covenant of Jesus. You are healed. And never go back and never take their advice again. What time is it? Love you all. Back 55 minutes of fury. Saturday night. Don't miss it. God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. understand as women we are the spirit of the home he's the muscle but we have the spirit there's a, a guy living alone in a home his house looks totally different than somebody it smells different it smells it's different. dark it's gloomy there's no furniture there's, there's no light no pots and pans no cups dudes are gross dudes are nasty but then the woman but comes then in. the woman comes and in with a touch just like the holy ghost is in the details room that's why when god spoke something the holy spirit made it happen that's right because he's in the details he's in the framework of everything so no matter what's going on in your life you can find something to be blessed about those places maybe in your life where you're at the bottom of the barrel maybe you felt like you were underneath the barrel and the barrel was on top of you you can always find something to be grumpy about or you can find something to rejoice about and it's better to focus on the things that you can rejoice about and that you can be blessed about and thank god for I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.